Welcome back to Dare to Develop. Today we have Anna Lord, who is a filmmaker out in the LA area. We are so excited to chat with her all about how she pursues both wedding work and commercial work in the creative industry and how other creatives who might be interested in diversifying from just weddings might be able to do just that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner. And we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves work wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we're so excited to have Anna of Anna Lord Studios with us, a filmmaker in the wedding and commercial world. Yes, we can't wait to hear from her all about daring to pursue both weddings and commercial work. Thanks so much for being with us here. I'm stoked to be here. (laughs) Perfect. So before we get started, Anna, diving into the topic, can you tell us a little bit about you and your life outside of the wedding world? Yeah. So I am pretty much a California native. A lot of my family live in Texas, but I've lived... Um, in California, the the majority of my life, majority of adulthood. And my husband and I live outside of LA County. We're originally from Orange County, so not too far. And yeah, my husband and I have been married for seven years. We don't have any children, but we were fostering for quite a while prior to this. And yeah, I, aside from the wedding world, I play the bass guitar. I make macaroons. I'm kind of a mixed bag. I love 90s alternative and hardcore and 70s British punk, but I also love like Billie Holiday and sitting around in Paris with like a coffee in my hand. So yeah, it's just a little bit about me. I love it. <laughs> yes. no, I love it. That's amazing. I love it. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey into filmmaking? Yeah, I would say it kind of started in high school. I was part of the broadcast news club situation. And that's really where I learned how to record anything and let alone edit and all of that. And at the time we were still filming on tapes. So we would find a tape and, you know, record on it make sure it was a good tape, put in the color bars, capture the tape to have the video footage on the computer and then edit from there. So I feel like I'm aging myself, but it wasn't that long ago, which is really crazy to think about. But so that's where I learned and I learned how to like produce segments, AKA like find two school roles and make it creative and, you know, and act it out or whatever. And so that's kind of where it started. And then I studied fine arts and I had a minor in French in college. And so I didn't pursue filmmaking or videography during college, but I did use it as a medium sometimes throughout some of my projects and like for my thesis and stuff like that. And kind of from there, everything has pretty much been self-taught. And I think in the season that I was really learning, YouTube wasn't the resource that it is today. And so I did seek internships and things like that, but it was with photographers because for a long time before I really pursued filmmaking kind of solely, I was a photographer prior to that. And I thought I was going to be for forever, which I, I still am. It's just not necessarily like the main medium of my business anymore. And so when I started my business about, gosh, I think I filmed my first wedding in 2013. So like a long time ago, when I first started, I was only photographing weddings. And then I slowly learned video and thought it would be important to incorporate it. I was working for like a a company. And I was kind of like the subsidiary, you know, second shooter. And then she was like, 
oh, you know how to do video? Can you do video for us? Then we can be a one-stop shop. And then, so I kind of learned videography in the wedding world through that in 2013. Love it. Okay, awesome. And so how did you then branch into doing some commercial work? Yes, so it was 2017 or so. I moved, my husband and I had moved to Central California where there's a lot of farmland and a lot of cows. And so my access to commercial work was very limited. But so when we moved back down to Southern California, I started pursuing just some small labels. I just wanted to be a little bit more creative. I think in that season, I was in a huge rut with shooting weddings. I felt really, I don't know, like like I couldn't be creative anymore. Essentially, we're filming the same thing or we're capturing the same thing over and over again, no matter how different the story is the main things are the same. And so I think I just started feeling really creatively dry. And so I was kind of just seeking other ways to kind of use like the skills and this passion that I had. And so I reached out to like a few small labels and just kind of went from there and kind of created more artful pieces. I think in my mind, it was like more creatively meaningful for me as the artist versus the person receiving the film. And that's really kind of where it started, but it, it, came it was like birthed out of me being so bored (laughs) essentially yeah Yeah. (laughs) I know I feel like a lot of times like any creative in the wedding world we get stuck in kind of this wheel ferris wheel we like to say where it's like the same thing over and over and not being creatively fulfilled so totally understand that but has that then kind of transferred over to your wedding work too has that have you seen anything from you doing commercial that has been brought into your weddings Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like, I think that was the smartest decision I've ever made. And I think that was scary also. So it was me, you know, kind of stepping out of my comfort zone, but it was exactly what I needed because I do feel like I'm now able to achieve this balance of consistency, authentic stories, things like that. So like weddings mixed with stepping out of the box, you know, like finding new rhythms, you know, finding opportunities to do things that are really out of the norm for me, not in general, but for me. And so I think having both really, it helps me. It's like they're, it's just sharpening each other, those two worlds. Yeah. So today, are you doing more weddings, more commercial work or what are, what is it looking like right now? And then where do you see yourself going in the future too? Well, this year is a little weird. I'm sure you like <laughs> I'm shooting a lot more weddings right now than I really have ever. And so I think right now I'm shooting more weddings, but generally it's like 60, 40, 60% commercial, 40% weddings. But I, but mainly it's because weddings are just way more like labor intensive. They take up much more of my time. And it's obviously it's over the stretch of a year or eight months or however long, you know, we like have the client. Versus these commercial gigs, I mean, typically like we have to deliver within two to three weeks at most because people like want their content. And so it's, you know, they book you a month ahead of time and then you deliver, you shoot and then you deliver within a couple of weeks and it's done. So it just looks different. But long term, I think I really like the rhythm that I currently have. I do like the 60 40 maybe even 70, 30, 70% commercial work, 30% weddings. But that, I don't know. I just kind of feel like this year has been so wild in the best ways, but it it's kind of like, 
clouded what I like what my long-term goals are. For sure. Mm-hmm. We completely understand, yeah. especially with the, everything with the pandemic. But I know you talked yeah. a little bit about how weddings are more labor intensive. What are kind of some other differences that you've seen, like how you work within commercial and weddings? Yeah. So I would say, well, I think I have little to no creative input into the event prior to, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't get to like choose the locations generally. Like I don't, you know, get to choose any of these things unless it's like an elopement or something. And so I think going into the day, I'm way more like hands off and just capture as it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think with commercial gigs, I do have a say, they always send me a mood board. They always ask about music and tone and color. Like I change my color grading versus keeping things very natural and the way that I typically color for weddings. And I think it's just like, I think I have um, more control about like mood when it comes to commercial. I love it that you have that creative input and that you get to also kind of read the room a little bit with your commercial work and you can adjust the, what, what the specialty is and the focus is. Mm -hmm. Right. And so can you speak a little bit more about that in terms of commercial? Like, do you get a lot of say in what the product is going to look, your final product of your video is going to look like at the end of the day? Or like, are a lot of times are there creative directors that are pretty much directing it like a commercial and whatnot? I'm I'm very curious about that. (laughs) Yes. So I've experienced both of that where it's been all on me. And then I basically am just putting together a puzzle that the creative director has created. I think, well, one, I think it depends on the size of the company or the label. I do work with a lot of like newer labels. And so they're still kind of exploring like how they can communicate like through social media. And that's a lot of the content that I'm creating right now is short clips or e-commerce. I do a lot of e-commerce clips and it kind of, it's a little bit of both. A lot of the fashion lines that I work for, I'm just creating lookbooks. So essentially they kind of tell me, you know, what the hero garment pieces are or the hero looks are in general. But aside from that, I have full creative control of like how I want to kind of shoot, edit, color, everything. So it kind of varies. And I like that. I like sometimes being told what to do and then sometimes being able to do what I want. So it's a great balance. Mm -hmm. I love that. So when it comes to say you're someone's a creative and they're trying to pursue more commercial work, how would they start? And like, how would they even, yeah. How do you even get the ball rolling in that? If you have no clue where to even go. Yeah. So I think because I'm based right outside LA, that makes it a lot easier for me because I have access to all the, the studios and that's where everybody's shooting their stuff downtown. But I think just like in the wedding world, when you're trying to start shooting weddings or wanting to elevate your portfolio, you know, generally one goes to styled shoots or pays for a workshop, attends a workshop and learns and then has that content. And in the same way, in the commercial world, we do these things called test shoots, but it's essentially a styled shoot. It's you gathering a product if you want to shoot, if you really want to start shooting jewelry, for example, you know, reach out to a label or just 
go buy some jewelry and shoot it. I mean, essentially it's just having a portfolio available for clients looking. So test shoots are really important, hiring a model for a day and shooting a bunch of things. You know, if you want to do beauty products, like hiring somebody who has like nice hands or nice skin or, you know, whatever it may be. Fashion, I'm sure you can find many influencers out there who you can reach out to who want to model for you, you know, things like that. So those are some like easy ways to get started. I will say, in my opinion, the commercial industry is not as like generous and open to educating those around them or educating like those who are wanting to step into the industry. I feel like it's way more like, no, I've, I've been like grinding for this. Like I'm not going to share my secrets. And that's very just, it's just kind of the culture of the industry. But if you can find a photographer or a producer or an art director or a videographer who whose work you like in general like you can always just intern or just be of help just to be around to be on set to understand set cult and like set etiquette all of that's really important I love that and that's great advice because it is true that's what a lot of us did in the wedding world which is styled shoots and workshops and yeah. all of that and working for free yes. you know <laughs> So yeah. I love that. So if you could give one piece of advice for someone who is like, all right, my goal for next quarter is to get some commercial portfolio work. What would be your one piece of advice? And I think this is me talking out of like, as the creative, I think my one piece of advice is really push the boundary in what you're making and whether it's through the medium or through the concept, I think it's really important to like be really intentional about what you're kind of delivering, especially if you're coming from weddings, because we're used to doing the same things, because that's what our client wants. The client wants the kiss down the aisle or, or the kiss at the aisle, you know, like all those things, the first look shot, nice portraits, some fun candid shots. But I think when it comes to commercial work, I think if you really think outside of the box and like push yourself creatively, that's the only thing that's really going to drive you. And I think give you attention. Absolutely. Definitely. Have you done anything for you when you were like in that area, in that box to be more creative? Or was it just out there, you're doing it, doing the work and it would come to you? I had to think about it beforehand. It didn't just come to me. And I think that's just a part of my process. Like, obviously, I, if I see things happening, I'll shoot it and I'll kind of enjoy it as it happens. But a lot of what I, a lot of the work that I really love is the stuff that I've really put a lot of attention to. I've storyboarded, I've looked up shot ideas, I've looked up songs ahead of time to find a mood. Like, I've really put in the work for it. Yeah. I was, and I was going to ask, like, where are you drawing your inspiration from for either weddings or commercial work? Like, do you have certain sources of inspiration or things? I know you talked about Paris. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. Well, I think in the real world, yes, I think traveling, people watching. I love people watching in Europe, particularly one, because it's very romanticized, but it is for a reason. But obviously, <laughs> any, any other culture is just different. They interact differently. And so like observing like the way they hold each other when they walk, observing the way people interact with each other, that's always been really intriguing to me. Another random fun fact that's not associated with my business is I work as a tour guide like one or two weeks out of the year for high school students in Europe. And oh. so they, yeah, they come out 
through like a school and I am like a tour guide and I guide in various cities depending on what their itinerary is. So anyways, I love like teaching them. I mean, young, like 16 to 18 year olds about, about things, obviously history and stuff, but just like people groups and mannerisms and things like that and language Mm -hmm. and how things are expressed differently. And so I think when it comes to my work and what I draw inspiration from it's I do love like foreign films I love gosh well I don't love Woody Allen I love his work you know just you know you have to yeah, <laughs> yeah state the obvious but love his work because he does I don't know if you've watched very many of his films he draws this just emotion out of you that and it's mostly through dialogue but which I don't use as often in my work but gosh like it's just the way he expresses, I don't know, things about life and travel and love. And I don't know, that's just all, it's all, it's all in my head. I'm very, yes, you know, all in my head. You're an artist. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> you are. Yeah. And talking a little bit back of like the commercial work and, and the team, how it's different than mm-hmm. um, a wedding day, like working with photographers, is that a lot different? Because usually on the wedding day, they're kind of in control and say how things are going, but is it different for commercial? Yes. I think it varies if the shoot is primary photo shoot, like they're trying to shoot their entire spring summer line and they just want like BTS for video. Or a lot of the stuff I'm doing now is like photographer gets the talent for five minutes in whatever look, and then I get them fully for the full look. So I can get them doing what I need for them or from them. So generally, you know, it's like any, any team environment, like everybody just needs to be humble get what they need to get, do their best, be kind. But I think on set, generally the art director is actually the one in charge. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like depending on what the photographer's medium is, like usually there's like a Digitech on site. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, I feel like they're very much in charge too. <laughs> so, so yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing all about daring to pursue weddings and commercial work. This has definitely been enlightening. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. (laughs) So if it's all right, we'd love to move into a time of fast facts for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better, if that's all right with you. Yeah. Perfect. So let's kick it off with what do you shoot with for your video work? Sony bodies. Perfect. And do you do any super eight? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have a favorite post shoot post wedding snack? That's like your go-to. Oh yeah. Taco Bell (laughs) or in and out if I'm in California or a state that has it, but it has to be one or the other with an IPA. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) and do you have music that gets you pumped up before a wedding day or before a commercial shoot? Or do you prefer silence? Some people prefer silence. (laughs) Yeah. So I, that's a great question. Well, silence generally, so I can just like gather my thoughts, but I love like Tame Impala. So it's not like pump up, but it's like, you know, like groovy yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. Get me there. Get me there for the, yeah. for the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what is your favorite thing to do outside of the commercial and wedding world? Travel. I mean, I'm sure everybody says that. Or eat. Try new <laughs> restaurants. And both, both combined, traveling and eating. It's literally the best thing. <laughs> <That is definitely> <laughs> the <laughs> Love it. What is the best education you've learned from book, podcast, workshops, anything? Don't be afraid to pitch yourself. Mm. I, and like, don't be afraid of 
of a no. If you have an idea, like run with it. If it's something that's really like that excites you, like really try to make it happen and don't, yeah, just don't be afraid of the no. Love it. Love it. What is one daring leap you've taken in your business or life? Well, I think a, a big daring leap was saying yes to fostering, my husband and I fostering. So that's like a personal life one. Another daring leap was I did pitch, well, speaking of pitching yourself, I pitched myself to Amsterdam Tourism a few years ago to create some some work for them. And, and they said, yes. And I had never even been to Amsterdam. So I don't, was like, I don't, I don't have anything to show you of your city, but let me create stuff for you for you to show off your city. And, and they said, yes. And so that was daring and like, just kind of like a big accomplishment for me. That is amazing. Talking about pitching, did you just kind of email them like, hey, these are my videos. This is what I can do for you. Yeah, I basically came up with the full concept and it was like a combination of photo and video for them. So it was full concept, like visual concept, narrative concept. I created like a full deck, sent them. I mean, I don't have like a large following or anything. So I, I really had to rely on what I wanted to create for them versus like how like, quote unquote, like famous or popular I am. And it worked out. <laughs> yeah. What is one thing you feel like you're great at in your business? I think in what I create, I think I'm really great at like creating a mood, Mm -hmm. just like, just setting like a mood, creating an experience, something that I say in my business, like my like business tagline is I want you to like sink into a dream when you watch something that I create. And so I do think I'm really good at doing that. And then on like a personal level, like when you meet me, when you work with me, I think I'm really good at making it fun and easy. And, you know, I really strive to be like down to earth and humble, especially like when I'm working with people because everybody, we just, we have too much intensity, especially these days. So like, I think creating an atmosphere that's just light and easy is something I strive. And I think I do a decent job at that. Yes, I agree. From even this little, this talk that we've had, we definitely can see that. So <laughs> love it. So where can our listeners find you? Website, Instagram? Yes. Instagram at Anna Lord, no E at the end of Lord. And yeah, I know that's like a thing now because of the artist, which right. kind of just silly. I'm like, no Lord. And then yeah, website is just analord.com. And do you have any promotions or special offers or anything you want to tell our listeners about? Yes. I'd like to encourage anybody who's interested in filmmaking, whether it's within the wedding world or commercial world, I do offer mentor sessions. And so I'd love to chat and it can be via Zoom or in person, depending on the circumstances. And uh, we can shoot together, edit together, or just Q&A. So I'm a happy open book to anybody who wants to learn. And have everyone just reach out to you via email. That's the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll link that in our show notes for everyone listening. In closing, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after listening to your episode? I think what I would encourage or dare them to do is create, create something. So maybe it's design something, shoot something, edit something that you've already done, but like re re reimagine it. So find something old, maybe like one of your first projects and reimagine it and see, really see how far you've come and see how like all these years or months or whatever of work that you've put into it has like kind of changed you and grown you. I actually recently watched my first wedding film. Well, I only watched like the first 30 seconds cause I could not take it like two weeks ago and I don't have the footage anymore, but I 
I like have really been thinking about like, oh, if I were to shoot that again, how would I do it differently? And I, and not in a bad way, just in like, just seeing like where, where the growth needed to be. And I think it's kind of like, just kind of helped me take a step back and kind of look at my work overall. And also if you're ever feeling down about yourself, just look at your old stuff. I think you'll feel a little <laughs> better. <laughs> It's true. It's true. We've all come a long way, right? Yeah. Thank goodness for that. Oh my right. gosh. Nice to be reminded sometimes then, especially during seasons where yeah. <laughs> overwhelmed, but yeah. That. But thank you so much again for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was so nice talking to you. I think today's conversation with Anna was so great, not only to learn how to diversify our work, but just to get more of in a creative headspace, like her dare that said, look back at her, your, you know, some of your original work and think about how you could reimagine that. I think that's a great task for a lot of us creatives to one, get some perspective, like we talked about and see how far we've come, but also kind of get those creative juices flowing and try something different and new. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And I think it's so important, say, if you do want to kind of dive into the commercial world is just like how you started with weddings. You have to kind of start from the beginning, try to reach out to people, in turn, there are so many differences within the commercial world than the wedding world, like Anna talked about. And I think it's really important that if you want to, to just start educating yourself. Yes. So we hope you take Anna's advice. And if you're interested, also reach out to her to learn more about commercial filmmaking. And we will catch you next time on Dare to Develop. Thanks so much for joining us today on Dare to Develop. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodevelopodcast.com and follow along on IG at Dare to Develop. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.